Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I am Kelly. I am sorry for cutting you off. Um, Kelly was having a full conversation with, I guess, herself because I just was holding my breath and had my face in the air and my mouth agape, clearly ready to do the opening, and she just felt uncomfortable, and I made her stop talking with that. That's all right. I wasn't saying anything of value. It's okay. Everything you say is of value, Kelly. That's that's very generous of you to say. Me and you are pals. I care about everything you say. Wow. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way when nobody responds to me in the group text, but it's okay. I it's totally listen, fine. Listen, if I'm at work. um. Oh, you are at work? You are at work at like seven in the morning? You texted at like 9, 45. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pull right, it up. Right. I got the receipts. Hang on. No, audience. no, you're right. You're right. Audience, you're right. ready? Let's see. 9.57 a.m. Wow. Really? Yeah. 9.56, 9.56, 9.57, 9.57. You know what's crazy about that is I had just gotten up out of my morning meeting and like oh. I texted you that. Like that was. Wow. That's the first thing you said? <laughs> Um, we don't have to get into it. We were talking about illicit uh, relations beheld by certain video game characters from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. <laughs> okay. Cat's out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag. I started this. Kate sits out of the bag. Kate sits out of the bag. Get it? Because he's a cat yep. and he's yep. from Final yep. Fantasy yep. VII. That's not yep. the character we were talking about, though. No. No. <laughs> We'll talk about the characters we're talking about later in this episode. Will we? Mm, maybe. No, we won't. Yeah, because we're talking about Resident Evil 4. Oh, oh, oh. I thought we were still talking about Cloud from <laughs> Final Fantasy 7. Well, we were talking about Cloud from Final Fantasy 7 and Leon, Leon from we'll, Resident Evil 4. We'll have that discussion. We'll save that for um <laughs> We'll save that for the discussion on Resident Evil 4. It'll <laughs> and be Barrett. And we were talking about Barrett as well. Listen, we don't need to bring in anybody else. <laughs> this is getting too complicated. We'll keep it to the two-character discussion, but we'll save that for later. Audience, you have something to look forward to, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Maybe put the kitties to bed. We weren't talking about the red angry bird, though, because to me, he's a non... Uh, he's a non-procreative creature. Also, why would we talk about the angry bird ever in 2023? Because... You know who uh, makes Angry Birds is Rovio. And you know who just bought Rovio? Sega. You know, Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I The was, Dreamcast? Come on. This confused me a lot. This is one of the the oddest um one of the oddest acquisitions I think we've seen in this whole acquisition game. They, 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 <laughs> okay, it's an all cash deal wow. worth $775 million Do you think they Angry paid Birds. for it in Angry Birds microtransactions? Yeah. I wonder what it's called in Angry Birds, like the currency. Pigeon poop? Pigeon poop? Oh, there's pigs in it, isn't the little, you have to knock the pigs over, right? Yeah, it's probably pig crap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was pretty. Sorry, that was pretty uh, brash. It's probably pr- pigeon p- 
pit pig crap. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. I also think this is very interesting. I'm thinking that something very horrific is going to be happening. Um, perhaps Sonic. some sort of Sonic birds, Angry Birds crossover. Um, or perhaps this is just some giant money laundering scheme. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that money still rakes in a lot more than we, uh, that game rakes in a lot more money than we realize. Like nobody sure. talks about Angry Birds, but I'm sure there's still a lot of like a lot of GMAs out there who play it. I don't know. Angry Birds is not a GMAW game. Candy Crush is a GMAW game. Okay, maybe like Ant game. Like yeah, your or aunt like plays it. I just can't believe this app still exists. I mean, we were playing Angry Birds when I was like in high school. Not in its but... former state though, because you can't buy it anymore. That was pretty recent. They took down like the 99 cent version and now you have to pay for microtransactions. And I'm like, oh. 99 cents is a microtransaction. Yeah. I pay 99 cents a month for extra storage on my iPhone. Isn't that funny? That's so cheap. Mine's $2 a month. Oh my God. Well, that's I'm what a- you get for not having an iPhone. I'm going to put Google on blast because for, <gasps> what, six years, when I got the Pixel 1, part of the deal was you have unlimited photo storage. And then I switched to the Pixel 3, and then I switched to the Pixel 5, and then my phone was consumed by a roller coaster last year, so I updated <laughs> the Pixel 6. And then all of a sudden, that deal no longer existed. They're like, you don't get unlimited go- unlimited storage anymore. And I'm like, I feel like I should be grandfathered in, because like I relied on that unlimited storage. I was just out of space. Like I, I switched phones, and they're like, oh, your cloud's full. And I'm like, how? It was not full before. And they're like, it's full now. Punk. And I felt, yeah. I felt ripped off, and I felt yeah. blindsided, and I felt disappointed, and I felt yeah. like I wanted to commit. The next story is about Suicide Squad. Oh, um. oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> relax. You need to relax. <laughs> Suicide Squad, uh, Kill the Justice League, a game that Kelly and I are are. Uh, deeply looking forward to. Oh, uh, oh, um, right. Uh, well, um, uh, mm, yeah. Um, we are pumped, right, Kelly? Uh, we're stoked. Um, thrilled. Uh, ecstatic. No. Oh, yeah. Um, we're neutral. <laughs> because- I'm not even sure neutral is the right word. Well, you're probably a little below neutral, and I'm a little above neutral, right? I'm actively rooting for this game's downfall. Okay. So I would say this game generally has a negative uh, connotation here at at Talking (laughs) Games. Um, But sadly, we'll be talking about it for a lot longer um, because it doesn't come out this year anymore. It was supposed to come out in May in a few weeks. Was it May 25th? Um, Which I don't know if you know this, listeners. uh, That's like a month away very soon, especially in the scheme of um video game marketing that's very very soon uh, not anymore now it's coming out february 2nd of 2024 so market <laughs> folks suicide squad's the first big 2024 release we know about <laughs> <laughs> that's rough that's really bad yeah and the worst part it's just for quote unquote polish they're not even restructuring the game based on feedback. This is just to fix bugs. And I'm like, oh my God, it was a month away. How bad was it? 
probably pretty bad. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I guess my my question would be: Does this have to do with it being like, oh, you have to be online to play it? Like, are we just? It, it sounds maybe like no. Erasing that. Oh, okay. It sounds Bye. like this is mostly a bug fix kind of deal. Bye. Goodbye. If this was like an overhaul thing, part of me wants to be like, just overhaul it and delay it like two years, you know? And I know that sounds insane, but also the amount of overhauling that would be required is just profound. Like, (laughs) I want Captain Boomerang to have a boomerang, which means they would have to make the game differently than they already did, you know? Yeah. So they can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... It is very odd to delay a game this late in the yeah. game, so to speak. We- <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but uh, it's not unheard of. I feel like this is happening more and more uh, as we continue on through uh, the future of video games. I think this happened with Cyberpunk, if I'm not mistaken. It got delayed a month out. Yeah, but it was delayed a few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, this uh, is a year. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, this is exponentially different. This and is, you know what this is similar to? What? Skull and Bones. Oh, God, <laughs> that was That was six <laughs> weeks away. That was the same amount of time away. And that was delayed to probably next year wow. if it comes out. Wow. And I don't think this game looks as stupid. Like, this isn't <laughs> out of principle. It's not quite as bad. But... Eh. There's a lot of parallel. Like these train tracks ain't they're, they're running next to each other. They're running yeah. next to each other. That's all I'll say. Yeah, definitely. They're running and jumping. Like trains uh, do. You know who else runs and jumps? Trains. Um, no. Oh, sorry. I thought we were taking my metaphor. Trains don't do either. Trains don't jump. They run. They run. They don't jump. They don't run on feet, though. They like they don't. Yeah, run they don't on, run, they run in run a traditional. Uh, Ma- Mario and Luigi run <laughs> because uh, the next story is about the Mario movie. Just a little lifting the curtain for the audience here. Okay. Um, the Mario movie is already in just like I don't know ten days from this. Well, a little more than ten days from this point. Uh, it's already the highest grossing video game movie ever. Uh, with five hundred million. Still not as much as uh, you might purchase Rovio f- or Ro- 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 Rovio for Robo, whatever it's called. Rovio Wade. Um, oops. A little topical here on uh, sorry talking games with Kelly and Andrew. Uh, <laughs> uh, what happened to my video game podcast? What's this pol pol pol? What are these politics? These these ninnies are talking about these darn liberal podcast <laughs> hosts. These libs talking on my podcast about politics. <laughs> I hate I'm the limbs. I just want to hear about my, my, my Mario movie. <laughs> um, you know, what's even funnier is you said that so quietly yeah. that some people may not even hear what you said. So I was <laughs> doing that whole like political rant might not make any sense I for said some people. A Rovio Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> I like how much you laughed the second time. I know it's because you were like, it almost sounded like you were disappointed in in the words that you said. Uh, I'm not. It's hilarious, but we should have probably talked about it two stories ago when we were talking about Rovio <laughs> and not the Mario film. 
Um, film is so a generous yeah. term. Sorry. Yeah, f- film. Um, yeah, yeah. This. Uh, sorry. Those. <laughs> sorry. So this uh, is the um, uh, most ever made of a video game movie, which is not surprising because it's Mario, right? It surprised me because I thought Sonic Two made a lot more than it did. Yeah. Well, because number two is Detective Pikachu, and this is with like four hundred and fifty or something. And I thought, I thought that movie and Sonic Two were a lot bigger than they were. I guess I assumed they were like, I don't know movie numbers, but I just assumed they were approaching the billion dollar mark. And I knew this movie would top it, but it's like, it it topped it on Saturday, which would have been what ten days in. Yep. That's really fast to top every previous video game movie ever made. Yeah. Like, it's probably going to... It is very well going to be the highest grossing animated movie ever made. Well, consider the bangers such as Mortal Kombat, World of Warcraft. Wait, is Mortal Kombat on the list of successes? No, I'm making a joke. Oh, I I'm was joking like, about video game movies that have flopped so hard. World of Warcraft they, made bank, People I don't even talk about them anymore. Didn't well, War- I'm telling Warcraft you right now, didn't. Warcraft, Fox... I thought it made... I thought it was, like, top five... Yeah, it made it made bank. It made four hundred thirty nine million. Well, they still couldn't buy Angry Birds with that. So, is that our reference that. point? <laughs> well, seven hundred and seventy five million dollars is kind of a lot of money to pay for an app for a maker of a game whose game has not been popular in like ten years, and that's being generous. They must be years. making money though. Okay. Anyway, Warcraft is the second highest grossing video game film of all time. Film? I typed it Warafract. <laughs> <laughs> I said Warafract box office. And well. Google said, do you want to call 911? Oh. Are you having a stroke? Here are the symptoms. Oh. Face. Um, but, yeah, it, War Warcraft, Warcraft, Warcraft walked so that Mario could run. And jump. Warcraft walks. Oh, so Mario could uh, trip and mm. fall on his on his face. Trip mm. and fall on a banana. So Mario could wahoo. Yeah. So he Wha- could do that. Wahoo! I don't know is why that, I do that. Huh? Is that how you felt four days ago? Wahoo! When? When the final trailer. Oh my god! I thought I didn't realize you were setting me up. Sorry, um, I I feel bad because maybe you wanted to talk a little bit more about the Mario movie, but I don't. I I'm think kind of over. I it. think we covered it in our really long review last week. Yeah. All I'll say. Wahoo! Oh. Um. You can mute me. No, I can't. I don't have that option. Bleep me out in the podcast. Oh. So me saying poo poo pee pee is no Mm-mm. longer. Well, now you said it twice, and I am not going to make two edits in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. You are correct. Four days ago, I did say wahoo. Um, because Tears of the Kingdom, wow. Legend of Zelda, new entry, got wow. its final trailer. Wow. That's what that's what we were doing. Um, I'm assuming there will probably be a launch trailer as well because this was called the final pre-launch trailer, but um, this is definitely the big one. 
This trailer finally contained a lot of story information. It contained story information. Um, maybe not a lot, but the first story information we've really had, we saw a lot of characters. I won't say all of them because maybe you want to be spoiler free and I'm mostly going to, but I'm going to assume if you listen to this podcast, you're at least a little on video game like Twitter or something. So you saw the reveal of Ganondorf. Um, that was probably <clears throat> the biggest story revelation is that we absolutely know for sure that it's Ganondorf. Um, what? Nothing. Who are you thinking of? I'm thinking of Ganondorf. Are you not? Or are you just very excited? I'm very excited. Oh. Is I'm it because, bursting at the seams. Is it because Ganondorf, one, is sexy in this uh, game, and uh, two, <laughs> is pay, played by famed sexy man, Matt Mercer? Is that why you're excited? I uh-huh. mm. will not be taking any questions at this time. Okay. Um, can I ask one question? Yes. Wow, you gave a, you really broke quick there. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm I am such a fool. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> uh 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 I only watched the trailer once because there is a lot of gameplay information packed into this little guy, this four minute trailer. Um, so I didn't want to absorb it too heavily. I wanted to still maintain some level of surprise with the final game. And I'm sure even if you watch this a billion times, you'll still find surprises. But I didn't want to think too hard about all these mechanics. Um, most of them still stuck in my brain because they were so incredible, even at a flash. Um, but I have listened to it like two dozen times because the music's so good. I'm listening to it right now, but not watching it, just to be clear. Um, but Kelly, what did you think of this trailer? Did it get you to go, wahoo, at least once? Yeah. I was wahooing like mm. like there was no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of parts of this game, like from what I've seen in this trailer, remind me of my favorite Zelda game, which is Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that if if Tears of the Kingdom is emulating Twilight Princess in that way, I know we're not. You can't say you can't say emulate uh, about a Nintendo product. Uh, I, I, I I I I didn't mean it like that. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't laugh, so the audience might have not known. No, it's okay. Um, I'm just being a silly girl. But anyway, I <laughs> like there's a part where they're like traveling in the cart, and I was like, oh my god, I did that in Twilight Princess. Even like the castle, and like I don't know. I just feel very excited, and I'm glad I could get we could get a little bit more story. Mm-hmm. I guess that was expected. Yeah. With this trailer, but. Um, still kind of a pleasant surprise to see certain characters like, like Ganondorf, Mr. Dorf himself. The Mr. Dorf, not Mummy um, Dorf, but real I Ganondorf. Have, I have many thoughts and many things to say, but I will not be saying them in a public forum. I will say I almost cried. Mm, let's be honest here. I cried because of the saxophone in this trailer. <laughs> um, wish I, I know it's just, I just think I just think that sentence is funny. I <laughs> I understand what you're saying and I uh, and I understand the sentiment. I just think out of context saying I cried because of the saxophone in this trailer <laughs> is really funny. It is funny. Um can I express my biggest concern with this trailer? Yes. I think it looks perfect. I think this game is going to be incredible. My big question is uh 
will it be will it recapture the magic as, as big as much as the first game um but my biggest concern from this trailer is that the music is profoundly good in this trailer like seriously some of the best trailer music video game music i've ever heard i'm not kidding about the saxophones they are ugh, 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 ugh. anyway um <laughs> the 2017 switch presentation trailer for breath of the wild was incredible similarly i'd say this feels kind of like the equivalent of that trailer and that trailer had some of the best music i've ever heard um in a trailer mm-hmm. and that music was not in breath of the wild oh. at all so I pray that to to all that is whole I pray to Mr. Dorf himself oh. that the music from this trailer is in Tears of the Kingdom. Because it's just too good not to be. Please. Please. P- please. Nintendo. I know you're listening because I said the word emulation earlier. <laughs> they have a Google alert. <laughs> um there is one more thing. I like when Ganondorf screams and he goes like, and I'm like, (laughs) dang, Matt Mercer got them gurgles going. Yeah. Which I know a lot about because I listened to this trailer 24 times. Not because I know a lot about gurgling Matt Mercer. (laughs) Well, you would, you would actually probably know a lot about gurgling Matt Mercer if you listen to thousands of hours of critical role, like some of us have, but (laughs) just kidding. I mean, I'm not, but. For the um, sake of uh, the viewer's perception of me, I'm just kidding. Um, for the sake of the viewer's perception of me, the rest of this episode, I will be looping the sound of that Tears of the Kingdom trailer in the background. <laughs> it's going to make me hype. I'm less focused on the gurgle and more focused on the sax. Saxy gurgle. Speaking of the sax, <laughs> Kelly, uh, before we get into what we talk about, um, shout out to friend of the show cameron hoover Ugh, just kidding wow it's a joke i'm texting him <laughs> right now like no. literally right cameron we always i just feel like it's funny because we always mention him no listen and sometimes i think that a humbling ugh can really do do the job i'm texting him right now oh god i'm referencing him on the podcast. Sorry, that's what I'm typing. It's really hard to type and say different things. Um, what am I saying? Kelly, you talk while I type. Talk to Andrew's the audience. Talk to te- the audience. We have there's a text message between me, Andrew, and friend of the show, Cameron. And uh and Andrew is uh keeping him abreast of the things. Kelly's also saying. texting. We are very confused right now. I so I said don't listen to his lies and slander. Because I did and said no such thing, and you can't prove it except for when this episode comes out tomorrow. Um, and uh, so, so there. So, okay, Cameron, uh, I apologize formally for making an ugh noise when I heard your name. I thought it would be a funny bit. Now I feel as though we've all taken it too far. Um, and now I feel as though I have actually personally offended you, and I would like to apologize. I am so listening. Much I am learning. I am growing. And I am being silent and Hill too. educating myself. Rovio Wade. Um, oh, 
I don't know why. What the hell happened to my video game <laughs> podcast? They're talking about these politics again. I hate the liberals. I thought we were safe from those liberal lies. We got a bunch of gays on our podcast. <laughs> I didn't sign up for the gays. You think you didn't sign up for the gays, but you're playing Tears of the Kingdom. Look at yeah. that. Look at that twink. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of twinks. Speaking what of did you twinks, play this week, Andrew? Cameron what did I play texted this week? me and you and asked who would win in a fight, Leon or Cloud. And we talked about it via text, but I'm bringing it onto the show. I, Kelly said, oh no, I said, well, Cloud is a demigod. And then Kelly said, well, Leon has a, has a knife. And then I said, <laughs> well, Cloud is a virgin. Which is just untrue, which is factually incorrect. Okay, but who's more likely to be one? Leon or Link? Or, sorry, I'm listening to this. <laughs> Leon <Link. laughs> or Cloud? Well, Link, definite. Pro- well, uh, well, I don't know. Mifa is just a different species, so I whoa. don't know how that works. Whoa, whoa. What, what uh, about Sidon? How do you say his name? Sidon? I don't, I mean, what about him? We're talking I'm just about. I'm saying maybe he's the reason that Link is not a is not virginal. You and think, I think you're that being Sidon, heteronormative to say I that think it was Mifa. Sidon is older than Link. Okay. So how could he have birthed him? What? Birthed <laughs> Wait, him? What you, made him, conceived him. What? Wait. I'm saying that him and Link <laughs> hooked up. What is wrong? Oh. <laughs> what? You know what? You need to get locked up. You I thought you were saying Link and Mifa made Sidon. No, 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 no. No, I was saying you were being heteronormative by implying that Link lost his virginity to Mipha. Um, when the... in, ri- in reality, it must—it was probably. Uh, Wait, Sid- no, 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 no! Because Sidon was was little boy before Link went to sleep for five hundred years. I'm not talking about when Link went to sleep. I'm talking years. about when Link woke up. When he woke up and he said, "I gotta get to the fish kingdom." Okay. And, I've been asleep and a long you? time. Wasn't and that the first place you went in the game? Yeah. And then I guess the screen did yeah. fade to black for like four and a half minutes. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to hear any more of this heteronormativity this is... on my podcast. Okay. Yeah. This is totally uh, this podcast that used the word twink in recorded <laughs> official circumstance. <laughs> very much heteronormative. What the hell is going on with this gay podcast? They're talking about <laughs> twinks. <laughs> Talking people. <laughs> this is now talking gays. <laughs> <laughs> How have I never made that joke? We're in episode 88 and I've never I'm said sure, talking gays. I'm sure you have. I don't think I have. I'm sure in private conversation, I'm sure you have. <laughs> well, now it's public conversation. <laughs> What's going on? My public conversation. Liber- these lids. I can't do this no more. My podcast. It's actually starting to hurt my throat. I can't do that anymore. If so you I listen apologize. to this podcast and you sound like the voices we have just done, leave. We Whoa. don't want you. Only Whoa. if you say the things about liberals, though. If you say nice things about liberals, you're allowed to stay. Whoa. Whoa, Kelly. Whoa. If you say nice things about Leon being a twink, then you're allowed to hey. stay. Listen, we should probably talk about the video game we've been playing. I am. <laughs> I mean, you are in a sense talking, but I mean, like, not talk about Leon's twinkhood. I mean, oh, talk. Okay. I mean, talk about the game itself. Sure. 
I I started Resident Evil 4 yesterday. I uh, finished I Resident Evil 4 yesterday. I know. I know I'm really late. I know you guys don't yell at me. Um, I'm about two hours in. Having a ball. I'm having a good time. It's really, really enjoyable. It looks really, really nice. Um, I'm not going to go too in-depth because I know Andrew gave his first impressions like two weeks ago when it came out, three weeks ago, a month ago. Oh, my God. 12 years. a long years. time ago. It's been a minute. Okay, I'm sorry. I haven't been playing any new video games. This is the first new video game I've played in like months since Fire Emblem. So don't yell at me. But anyway. um, Yeah, I'm having... Sorry. <laughs> Just trying I was... to collect my thoughts. Uh, um, before you continue, I was listening to the uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom final trailer music in the background, and you went silent, and then the music went, ha, 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 and I was like, wow, you got something epic building up, and I'm like, wait, she doesn't hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the gameplay is really nice and smooth. I like that they've kept like the essential elements, like obviously the inventory management is was so important in Resident Evil 4, um, so it's kind of fun to have to do that again. Um, I think the enemy design is really, really well done. It looks great. Everything looks, I mean, I can't emphasize that enough. I'm playing on resolution mode, um, because frames are relatively important to me, but I figured that I could at least get like a 60, uh, and it is, it's 60 frames and I'm still in resolution mode and it's fine. I haven't noticed any big drops. Um, combat feels really good. I was telling Andrew before we started recording uh, there's a part at the beginning of the game for those who haven't played where you're kind of just trying to survive for a little while. And uh, it was like very stressful, but it was really fun because I was just running around like, <laughs> like I was just having a good old time, like giggling and laughing and running for my life, trying to protect this twink <laughs> with my life. Um, just kidding. Honestly, Leon's not really Wait, you weren't trying to twonk. protect? Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm having a good time. I, I think that it's just different from 2 and 3 remakes, even though I think 2 remake is really, really good. <clears throat> uh, 3 re- remake is fine. I, I enjoyed myself when I played it. Uh, I know it's not everyone's favorite, and I feel like it did lose a lot in translation. Mm-hmm. Um, but 4 feels like more of a return to that sort of similarly styled of two where it's it seems very loyal to the original while still providing quality of life life and quality of life <laughs> quality of life enhancements um but also like maintaining the spirit of the original game yeah. which is nice and i'm excited i just met lewis uh Luis. Luis, and i'm excited to meet ashley and um Leon. Um, sorry. I can't help myself. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to play more. This is probably the last time I'm going to talk about it, just because we are have already talked about it so much. Um, but if anything really crazy or wild happens, I will keep you all in the know. I'll keep you all in the loop. I'll 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 loop you in on that. Um, I will say I so I finished the game this week. Um. I think that I'll go, there's no spoilers, obviously. Um, the gameplay just continues to feel fantastic. It's a really nice refresh. I think they did a wonderful job picking which moments to remake, like pretty much one for one, and make 
and deciding which moments to kind of let go and make new things entirely. Um, the moments that are one-to-one feel incredible in this new gameplay style. Um, and there's also a lot of new characterization that I think is really good. Um, there's a certain villain that I think is maybe not quite as good. That's pretty universal, though. Everybody kind of feels that way. But I don't think that's a problem because every other character is better, especially, like, Luis is quite a bit better, and then Ashley is just way better, in my opinion. I like her new character a lot more. Um, so I ended up loving this game a great deal. Um, didn't quite reach Resident Evil 2 Remake levels for me. That's still my favorite Resident Evil game. But this game's definitely at least tied for second. Um, I would have to do a full breakdown to figure out which one's my favorite outside that. But I'm curious to see if they'll remake 5 after this. Uh, it's hard yeah. to say. They might do the same deal where like they gave it to a B team like they did with Resident Evil 3 remake. Um, because, I don't know, but at the same time, that game would need quite a bit of overhauling. So I feel like a B team might not be able to handle that. I don't I could know. remake... Uh... Code Veronica. You know, I think that that would make more sense logistically, but also I think that they're trying to streamline the series. Um, I think that's part of the reason there are all these remakes is not just money hoarding, but also they want to kind of simplify the series a little bit. You know, right now on a PS5 and PS4, I guess, you can play Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, and 4 in very modern ways. Well, 1 might be a little debatable, but two, three, four in very modern ways. You can also play five and six and of course seven and village. Um, I feel like they might want to have like that modern formula applied to all the mainline games um, mm-hmm. and then kind of forget about all the spinoffs because they're still making so many games. Resident Evil 7 was January of 2017 and since then we've had Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Resident Evil Village, and now Resident Evil 4. They're making a yeah. lot of games. That's yeah, a, that's... That's a lot. That's yeah, almost that annual. They're like Pokemon. They're like Pokemon. Well, Pokemon. They're, they're quite a bit better than Pokemon. But uh, I played other games. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Why don't you tell us about them? The one game I played was by... Uh, a, a pretty little-known indie creator. If you've heard of Gunman Clive, it is the creator of that game. His name is Bertel Horberg. I hope I'm saying that correctly. He's from Sweden. Um, he made a game called Mextermination Force that is available on Switch, PlayStation, Steam. It is a uh, boss rush sort of game. So the base goal is just fighting gigantic mechs in a side-scrolling shooting style, sort of akin to a Mega Man-like um, I really liked Gunman Clive on the 3DS, so I thought I'd give this game a shot. It's on, like, crazy sale on Switch right now. It's, like, a couple dollars. So I definitely recommend checking it out. The combat was incredibly satisfying. The bosses are just the right level of difficult. Had great music. Visuals are sharp and, like, they're not super detailed, but they're colorful and they give you a very good idea of what you're dealing with. So you can always tell what you're supposed to be shooting at. The weak points are giant and red, so you can't miss them. Um... I adored this game. I thought it was really cool. It's one of those games that I played handheld, which is really rare. I don't really like playing games handheld, but something about it. Um, It's the same kind of effect Celeste had on me, where I oddly just preferred to play handheld. Um, It's almost like I like to have a grip on the screen for like a hard platformer like that, I guess. 
Yeah. That's the dumbest thing I get I've that. ever said. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I know what you're saying. Some things uh, you just want to get a closer look at. I guess so. And like it would look bigger on my television, but it just felt like I needed to be holding it to, for it to be for it to make sense. Right. Uh, but I really like this game. I highly recommend it. Even if you miss the sale, it's only $12 and it's definitely worth that price. Um, it's available, like I said, on all other platforms as well. But I enjoyed it a lot on my Switch. Ran perfectly smooth. Didn't have a single hiccup. So you don't have to worry about that. I also played another video game. One that I promised I would not pay for to the audience. Probably in, what, last June? Yeah. When it was revealed. Uh, last of Us Part 1. I still didn't pay for it. I got it at my library. Um, but, you know, I love Last of Us. I love the story of the first game. And I wanted to play Part 1. I just didn't want to pay $70 for it. So this was the perfect avenue for me to do so. To put it quite simply, a perfect video game that absolutely did not need a remake. Um, I think the game holds up really well. There's definitely a lot more circumstance of video game logic than I kind of remembered. Um, like there's like the unlimited ammo parts feel very peculiar. Um, mild spoil. Well, mm, I'll say that for the end. Uh, I think if you haven't played this game, this is probably the best way to do so. Uh, I prefer the PlayStation 4 remaster personally because I think there's a lot more when they made this game, they knew that they had limitations on facial animations. So they kind of compensated with that using body animations. So there's a lot of dramatic movements. Um, and this game has the exact same animations, but they redid the face animation. So they'll be like doing pretty dramatic movements, but also have really intense facial animation. And I think there's kind of a clash there. Um, it might also be just because I've played it like 10 times and it looks weird to me because it's just different. Um, I definitely got used to it by the end, but at first it was very jarring and I didn't like how it looked. Um, and I think the other thing is like, this is now graphically akin to part two. If not, a, it's a bit better than that, I guess. But um, they still use like the camera angles for every cutscene that part one, the original part one used. And that means that the incredible facial animations are rarely taken advantage of. In part two, there's tons of close-ups. The camera angles are deliberately used to show off the graphical prowess. And that game re like, very regularly looks photorealistic. Like, you look at it and you're like, whoa, that's a photograph. This game very rarely pulls that off because it uses the same camera angles that I assume were designed partially with the limitations of the PlayStation 3 graphical abilities in mind. Um, so they kind of struggled in that sense. And I, I do wish that they had more freedom with this remake to maybe change up some camera angles. Obviously they don't have to change the dialogue or anything. The story can be identical, but like simply having a close up shot where they have a medium wide would be perfect for some scenes, you know? Right. Um, but that's just nitpicking. It's still a fantastic game. This is a perfect game. Basically it holds up incredibly well. The story is still incredible. I definitely will say now that I've played this again, I do prefer it over the show, but I also understood the appeal of the show even more playing this. Um, and I also role-played as the show version of the characters, in a sense. I did as little combat as possible. I walked by every combat encounter that I could, which, to my surprise, was a lot of them. 
I really assumed you had to fight the majority of, of opponents, but nope. I'd say it was probably about 50% of encounters you were able to at least partially just circumvent. Uh, wow. Mild spoilers. I'll be non-specific, but if you know, you know. The hospital scene, you know, one of the most iconic scenes in that game, and definitely one of the most emphasized scenes in the television television version. Uh, I decided when I started it, hmm, can I like not fight? Can I get through this thing without fighting anybody? To my surprise, yeah. I did not kill a single person in the entire hospital scene, aside from obviously oh. cutscenes and a certain yeah. requirement. Yeah. <laughs> but like as far like the actual combat where there's like probably like fifty there's several dozen opponents you're fighting. I didn't kill any of them. And I was it tonally changed the ending. Like the ending felt kind of weird without the extreme violence leading up to it. Do you yeah, know what? It, it doesn't feel like justified. Yeah. It's almost like the actions that Joel like does in the final cutscenes are like, whoa, where'd that come from? But if you played the game how they largely intended to, you'd be like, yeah, this makes sense. Um, so that was really, that was a really interesting lens to play it in. I didn't expect it to make the game feel different. I just thought it would yeah. be a fun, fun way to approach because, you know, the, we make jokes about how The Last of Us show has just no fighting in it at all. And the game obviously does because it has mechanics and it has to keep you entertained. Um, but role-playing where, like, the tunnel on the way to the hospital, I didn't fight anybody. I literally... I There was one person that was directly... One infected that was in my path so directly that I was like, well, if I can't avoid him. That was it, though. And then right. the hospital itself. Only cutscenes. So. Color me impressed. But I did enjoy this remake. I still would not recommend paying for it until it's like $20. I think it's kind of a ripoff. You can play the PS4 version and have a wonderful time. I would say probably mm, just as good a time unless the accessibility settings are something you need to enjoy it, which I'd understand. Um, but overall, positive impressions. Just, you know, unnecessary remake of a perfect game. It's still, it's a recent game. You know, it's nine years old. Well, it'll be 10 years old soon, but. Wow. Don't say that. It'll be 10 years old in what, two months? Ugh. Yeah, it came out yeah. in like June like June 30th or something of 2013. Yeah. It's hard to look it up because when you look up like Last of Us release date, it's like January of 2023. And I'm like, not that one. Right. It's wild when I was searching Last of Us stuff. It's all the show. All the show. Yeah. Anyway. It's the hot topic right now. Hot topic came out June 14th of 2013, so... 10th anniversary is coming up soon, so it's pertinent for me to play it. Wow. Anyway. That's what I played this week, Kelly. Woo! Sorry to the audience for all the talk of liberals. I'm not. Yeah, you're right. Why would I be sorry about that? If you're a twink and you're listening to this, rock on. If you're a twink and you're listening to this, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Good job being a twink. <laughs> It's not if easy. you're not a Ask twink Liam. and listening to this, then stop listening. Wait, this is a podcast exclusively wait. for twinks. Talking, twinking, twinking, <laughs> twinking games. Yeah. Twinking gays with, well, oh. Andrew. Sorry. Okay. Bye. I really don't. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I know. I. Uh, I think I I'll, logistically I'll, fit that definition better than you. I'm sorry. I'll. Uh, I'll take my leave. Yeah. I know I'm, where I'm not needed. 
you did this. You wanted to make this the Twink show. And I feel like if it's just a Twink talking and only Twinks are allowed to listen, our fan base will dwindle just a hair because that's a much smaller fan base than anybody. Yeah. So That's true. Although I feel like hardcore right people probably don't want to listen after this episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make the assumption that they probably weren't listening beforehand. You don't think that people listen... Well, there's a lot of things that would probably scare them away. <laughs> I think both of us, in some senses, would scare away yeah. the the right-leaning gamers. If they weren't afraid about my speaking about Ganondorf, then... They probably were a lot scareder of my speaking of Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess that's an episode that got... We went places. Oh, yeah. My cat is here on the desk with me. Mine's she not. She's close enough to the microphone that she could speak, but she's choosing not to for some reason. Kelly is making eye contact with a duck. I am. You can't see, but my cat's butt is also in my face now. Oh, so. I can't. Kelly's Kelly's microphone died. Or sorry, not microphone. Headphone. Yeah. Or I mean, um, camera. Camera. <laughs> <Good> Lord. <laughs> Kelly's camera died a couple weeks ago, so I've just been staring at the little Google Google profile picture of her instead of her her actual talking face. Yeah. Audience, tweet at her to shame her into buying a new ten dollar webcam. Oh, uh, please don't shame me. I uh, I please. have disposable income. Yeah, but you said you were going to spend it on Leon skins instead of uh, a uh, webcam. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, we didn't start recording yet. Okay, so. Yeah. Can't, can't can't talk about that. I just did. Well, take it back. All you got to do is do the buy anytime I'm shaming you. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> I am so excited to see you all next week with my new $10 camera. <laughs> Bye. Bye.